0: Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday, Hump Day, ladies and gentlemen. You are locked in to the number one form, the number one stop shop for all things Crimson Tide football. That being in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have, happy to have everybody tuning in to the show on this evening. Show as always brought to you by WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com. That is WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and copy you that four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, showing that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama football program, and its tradition of owning and or dominating the fourth quarter. So definitely check out WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com today. We're bringing you the show from our new home in Birmingham. Bringing you the show from Birmingham, streaming this to you through YouTube. Speaking of the channel, go ahead right now, give a thumbs up on the show, like the show up, give a thumbs up on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn on all of those notifications so that way you can have the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program, that being the Alabama Crimson Tide, not only, are we streaming this to you through YouTube but we also got you covered here on Facebook and Twitter as well so all forms of social media YouTube Facebook Twitter streaming to you the show no excuse for you not to be tuned in the top form of Bama football content we got a big time show tonight big time show for you guys will be able to sit down with my man, former Alabama wide receiver, Matt Cadell, who played from 2003 to 07 to play our favorite lock or drop game, the college football playoff national championship edition of the lock or drop game. Gotta be able to tune in to check that out. And also we get a chance to hear from you, the Alabama football fan base, by calling 205-448-1358. Definitely want to hear your thoughts your ideas, your viewpoints, your opinions when it comes to Alabama football, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. It is always a joy to be joined in studio by my man, John Ivory, the maestro, the man, the myth, the legend in the production studio doing his thing. On next week, Alabama, Ohio State will battle for all supremacy the national championship in Miami Gardens, Florida, Hard Rock Stadium. Looking forward to that matchup there between the Crimson Tide and the Buckeyes. But we start things off. We begin today's show with topic number one of the conversation, and that being Jalen Waddle, Alabama wide receiver Jalen Waddle, Will he play in this title game against Ohio State? Waddle, the junior from Houston, Texas. He sustained a right ankle injury against Tennessee on October 24th of last year. On the opening kickoff to start the game, the injury took place. And since then, he has missed seven matchups, including, of course, the SEC Championship game and the Rose Bowl game. But he's missed seven games since the injury. But according to teammates, during the media availability portion today, we when I was able to speak to Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, and John Mechie, all three of these, all three of these guys talked about how good Waddle looked in practice today or this week, how strong he's looked in practice, how he has attacked the rehab process, the recovery process. Jalen Waddle looks really good in practice. He looks really strong in practice. He looks really in, He looks really skilled in practice right now to to the point to where Coach Saban has put this in the – he's put the ball in Jalen Waddle's core. Jalen Waddle was cleared by the medical staff to practice this week. Coach Saban mentioned to ESPN's Chris Lowe that he would have a chance to play this week – to play next week, excuse me, depending on how much he's been able to progress, how much he's been able to maneuver, how much he's been able to do in terms of practice, and should he not have any pain, any feeling of discomfort in his right ankle, that he would be able to go. He should be able to go. So Saban has put this in the core of Waddle, and uh, just going back to the conversations that I've had in talking with Mac Jones, uh, Devontae Smith, and John Mechie, Waddle dominating the rehab process. Waddle on top of everything when you look at wanting to be back on the field wanting to be in this game wanting to play in this game because of the magnitude of this game and the importance of this game and wanting desiring to be on the field with his brothers with his teammates in this atmosphere and wanting to play and compete for a national championship now prior to the mishap Against the Volunteers, he had totaled 25 receptions for 557 yards and four touchdowns. We're looking at four, you know, 100-yard games during that tenure. All four games he played in prior to having the injury against Tennessee, he racked up at least 100 yards receiving in those four games. He had 23 yards per catch, 111.4 yards per game. So we already see here the explosive, dynamic, dynamic playmaking weapon that he is. And while a lot of people would say, Jalen Waddle, you don't have to do this. You don't have to play in this game. You're going to be a first-round pick, a high first-round pick. Save yourself, save yourself, save yourself. And I understand those that have that sentiment. I understand those that have that idea. But at the same time, Jalen Waddle loves college football. He loves being around the game. He loves being around his teammates. He loves being around the the culture that is Alabama football. And if there was a conversation that went on throughout his uh, surgery and throughout the rehab process he's been on, if if there's been a conversation between he and the medical staff that dove into, Jalen, if you hit this rehab the way – you, the way you can hit it. If you dissect this rehab, if you dominate this rehab, if you are persistent and determined in working your way back, then there can be an opportunity. There can be a chance for you to play in this national championship game against the Buckeye. So, if, if there's, if there was just so happened to be a conversation about all of this. And now Jalen Waddle has put himself in a situation where he has done well in the rehab. He has done well in the process. He got cleared to be back on the field for practice. And now it comes down to simply how does he feel about getting on the field, shooting up, and playing against Ohio State? I feel like if Jalen waddle has got no pain in that ankle when he wakes up, you know, Monday morning of next week, January 11th. I think Jalen Waddle will be on that field, and, and I think he will play for this title game uh, against the Buckeyes. I mean, when, when you look at, first and foremost, the job that Devontae Smith has done in Jalen Waddle's absence in the seven games he missed, you know, Smitty, 60 receptions for 1,085 yards, 16 touchdowns, six 100-yard games, I remember when Waddle got the injury, so many people, especially a couple of national media pundits, talked about where with Waddle out, that's over with. Alabama does not have a receiver as potent, as explosive, as dynamic, as innovative, as creative as Jalen Waddle. With him out, they have nobody else quite like that. You can stick a fork in Alabama. They do not win. A national championship. They did not even get to the title game without Waddle, and all Devonte Smith said was "Hold my beer," because he went out there and just completely took his game to the next level. Nobody has been able to slow Devonte Smith down, let alone stop the young man. So you have him in the line of play, but if you add a Jalen Waddle. Back with a Devontae Smith, then just this just makes Smitty all the more dangerous here in the national championship matchup against the Buckeyes. And not just Smitty, you look at the entire wide receiver room and receiving options as a whole. If you add a Jalen Waddle back, you put him back with a Devontae Smith, with a John Mechie, who's had a strong year, with a Julio Billingsley, who's starting to really pop off as a tight end. Who runs routes like a wide receiver? You put him back with a Slade Bolden, who's starting to catch some passes even more now. You put him back with even a Najee Harris that has been killer coming out of the backfield, catching receptions from the quarterback, from the quarterback. This makes it a handful for Ohio State to stop. Due to whether whether Jalen Waddle is used as a decoy or not. Now, I've been told. From the way he's been able to practice, he looks a bit more than a decoy. He looks like he can be able to get on the field and actually do some things, actually run some routes, actually cut, actually bend, actually move, actually maneuver on that right ankle. That's what I've been told from trusted sources. Is from seeing him in practice, uh, uh, Jalen Waddle looks like more than a decoy. He looks like he can do more on the field and actually be a contributing factor in this matchup, in this game here against Ohio State. And if you put him out there, he's going to direct so many eyeballs. He's going to attract so much attention. He is going to get so much focus from a corner. He's going to get so much focus from a safety where now you open up more of the young man that just won the Heisman. Devontae Smith, you would open up more of Slade Bolden, you would open up more of John Mechie, you would open up more of Jaleel Billingsley, you would open up more of Najee Harris, you would even open up more of Miller Forrestal, who's getting receptions as well. So you put a Jalen Waddle back on the field, you reinsert that explosive weapon back into this arsenal of wide receivers of whom did not miss a beat when he was hurt. So if Alabama did not miss a beat those seven games where Waddle was out, imagine how even better it's going to be against Ohio State if he is able to play in this matchup. And and I know the Buckeyes have – a great defense. They have a very strong defense. Guys up front that can affect the quarterback. They've got linebackers that are great, lateral quickness, side line to side line, dissecting plays, flying to the flow of the football. And they've got some really good guys in the secondary as well. Sean Wade, a guy that's looked at to be a first round draft pick. So even though the Buckeyes have got talent, they've got experience, they've got leadership, they've got guys all over the defensive side of the ball that can make plays. When you put a Jalen Waddle, when you insert him back into this lineup, when you insert him back into this roster, when you put him back at wide receiver, it opens up everybody else, and it frustrates everybody on the defensive side because they're going, okay, he's back. So we got to put a guy on him. We got to attend to him. We have to focus on him. We have to make him a priority. And when you make him a priority, now this unleashes Devontae Smith even more. John Mechie talked about it. Not it, it, There's not one guy that can slow Smithy down. And, with the, and if there was not one guy that can slow him down, when it was just him out there, now you're opening up a huge can of worms when, where Devontae Smith is concerned when you put Jalen Waddle back out there. As I mentioned, same thing for John Metchie, who has shown you this season, that he can pop, he can be explosive, he can make big plays, he can create you know, chunk yardage, whether it's for touchdowns or whether it's for long first downs, for Slade Bowden. We have seen at times this season he can get open, he can catch the football, he can make something happen. We have seen it with Najee Harris, we have seen it with Jaleel Bellingsley. So the big news here, coming from today in the media viewing period, as the team gets set for to take on Ohio State, is what's going on with Jalen Waddle. Would he be? How does he look in practice? How does he look in practice? Is he able to cut? Is he able to move? Is he be, is he able to be agile? Is he able to, you know, make those moves to where he can be? a marquee contributor in the title game. And according to his teammates in the media viewing period, everyone spoke on he looks good in practice. He looks great in practice. He is maneuvering in practice. He is on top of everything that he needs to be on top of in terms of rehab in terms of the recovery process, but not just that. Having him back on the field, he's moving quick, he's cutting, he's bending, he's running in a straight line and from people I've been able to gather information from he looks like he can be more than just a decoy On the field for Alabama, he looks like he can actually be able to contribute in a way where Ohio State will have to take an account for him. And when that happens, it opens up more of everybody else to the disposal of Mac Jones as well as Waddle himself. So this is going to be interesting, folks. This is going to be very interesting. Now, once again, it comes down to him, though. Coach Saber has put the ball in his court. How comfortable does he feel? How set does he feel? Does he have, or is he experiencing no pain whatsoever in that right ankle? It comes down to Waddle, but as of right now, looking good in practice. So we will see if he takes that field but right now things are looking up where that is concerned we take our first break here on the show don't touch that dial we're just getting started i'll put our return we entertain your phone calls your tweets your texts, your chats your ideas your opinions of Thai football we get to you the fans after this you're watching
1: in my own words with Stephen m smith brought to you by we own Fourth Quarter. Get your four Finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the Title Towel. Wave that Title Towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide, only 9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to whitwillsports.com and get your Title Towel today.
2: Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion and... Ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's dot Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch.
0: And we are back in, folks, from the break on the number one form for Obama. Football news in my own words. George Truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama magazine on a hump day Wednesday. Appreciate everybody for tuning into the show on tonight. And before we jump in, before we get into the call segment to Take Your Phone Calls, call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, the family that is the Blue Wrench Gang. Guys, shout out my man, Jimmy Clay. Jimmy Clay donating that $20 there via the Super Chats. Appreciate that love. They're coming. From one Jimmy Clay starting us off here on the show where donations are concerned. But we take our first call of the night. You are live on the show. What's going on? Hey Steven, it's Corey from Trustful. How you doing tonight? Corey doing great and yourself. How you feeling? I'm doing great. I uh, still have a couple of things I want to ask you. First of all, how's our practice going this week? Practice has been going smooth so far. J- Jaylen Waddle looks good out there, of course. You know, Nick Saban, the gamesmanship, not going to put him on the camera. But Waddle looks good at practice, according to everything I've gathered. Uh, this is a focused group. Steve Sarkeesian talked about how focused he is, despite getting the job at Texas. So, everything's smooth right now. The, who do you see as possibly an x factor for Alabama in the title game? X-Factor in the title game. Good question. Jaleel Billingsley. Watch Jaleel in this game. I mean, people have talked about Ohio State's tight ends and how great the Buckeye tight ends are, and they are. Watch Jaleel Billingsley in this game. He's, he's the X-Factor.
3: Do you feel confident that Alabama can hold up against their defensive front end? Do you think we can not necessarily shut down, but can hold Trey Sermon down to a minimum game to where he doesn't take over the game?
0: I like Alabama's offensive line against this defensive front. I think Chris Owens and company are ready to go. And as far as Bama's defensive front, they hit the run gaps, they'll be able to handle Trey Sermon. I think they will. Appreciate that call coming from Corey starting us off here on the show. But as always, people, 205-448-1358. Then I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. We want to hear from you tonight, 205 448 1358. And one more time, 205 448 1358. But the topic here is I know, uh, I know on yesterday there was the conversation of uh, would the national championship game be postponed just due to uh, Ohio State? There was a a little bit of a COVID outbreak that was reported, a little bit of a COVID outbreak going on there at the Ohio State University. And I know the SEC Commissioner Sankey was pushing for this game to remain on the 11th of next week. Uh, Ohio State was actually pushing for this game to remain on the 11th of next week. But the Big Ten Conference was saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Outbreak going on at Ohio State. Maybe let's postpone it. So right now – Right now, there has been no move, no actual move to postpone the game. It's still set for Monday of next week. are still, uh, still set to take place on the 11th at Heart Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. So, um, if there's any different news to come out, we'll be sure to get that news to you. But right now, the National Championship game still locked on. For next week, we take our next call here. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Hey, bro, it's
4: Big Baller Ben from Ohio. How you doing today?
0: Doing great. Doing great on yourself. Hey,
4: I'm doing pretty good. I got a question for you.
0: Go ahead.
4: Where was Trey Sermon the, the entire season? How come they started Jay? Uh,
0: why were they starting the other dude? Trey Sermon's been running
4: past everybody the last two weeks.
0: Well, it looks like it looks like Ohio State really liked the uh, Master Teague. I guess I guess they really liked Master Teague, and uh, when Teague got hurt, they inserted Trey Sermon, and uh, he just uh, made good on the opportunity.
4: Yeah, man, uh, Trey Sermon should have been starting the entire season. He would he would have he would have really helped them out.
0: Your servant's a good back. He's a good back. He came in from, from Oklahoma. Good back. But I uh, appreciate the call right there. He's a good player. Good player, but we'll see how he does against his Alabama team. We'll take our next call on the evening. You're live on the show. What's going on?
2: Uh, yes, I was calling to just ask, uh, do you think uh, Waddle will be a plus
1: or do you think it may be a bad idea of Waddle playing this weekend?
0: I think Waddle would be a plus if he plays because, I mean, like I mentioned, you're going to have to account for him if he's out there on the field, which means that takes a corner away from Smitty or that takes a safety or corner away from Mechie. So it can only benefit having Waddle out there. Now, once again, if I was Coach Saban, I would maybe give him a seam route or a goal route or a fade route, kind of script his routes, and kind him of just run down the field. Now, if, now if, he, if he feels like, he can cut, he can move, he can bend. Then that's even better. But having him on the field is going to take attention away from other guys, as as well as even help him out as he continues to get his feet wet as well. So, I see this as more of a positive, a plus having Waddle out there. Okay, okay.
1: Early in the early in the year, uh, we struggle basically against everybody, pretty much stopping the run. Do you think up front we're ready to stop Sermon?
0: I think up front, Alabama is prepared to stop Trey Sermon. The main thing is hitting those gaps, hitting those run fits, and getting there fast. That's the main thing. If if Alabama gets in those run gaps fast and follow that assignment and get him before he gets going with a full head of steam, they are going to be fine against Trey Sermon. But we appreciate that call right there coming in. We take our next call of the night. You're live on the show on a Wednesday. What's going on? What's going
2: on, Stephen? I just wanted to know if there was any new news in regards to us um, getting a new offensive of coordinator down there at Alabama.
0: No new news as of right now. I know Bill O'Brien visited the program this week. I know uh, Adam Gase, who was recently fired from the Jets, his name has been reportedly thrown in there. Once again, to me, I wouldn't look at O'Brien or Gase until push comes to shove and you couldn't get anybody else. The names that I mentioned... From Monday's show, I like Jeff Lebby of Ole Miss, though he signed an extension to stay with the to stay with the program. We've seen where coaches have signed extensions to stay with the program that they're at, but another program comes calling and they go elsewhere. We saw it with Joe Brady. LSU extended, extended Joe Brady's contract, but Brady left LSU to go coach the Carolina Panthers. So anything could happen. There hasn't been any new news right now, but when news does break, I'll definitely get that to you guys. Absolutely here. We continue with the phone lines. I thought we had another call coming in, but we appreciate you guys calling in. 205-448-1358 for number two. Call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. We're going to actually take our first break, or our next break here on the show. But upon our return, we sit down with Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, to play the famous lock or drop game final one of the Year, the National Championship Edition of Locker Drop. Don't touch that down, folks. When we get back, it's the famous Locker Drop game with Matt Cadell. All right, Todd fans, we are back into the action here, folks, from the break on the number one form for Bama football news in my own words. With yours truly Steven Smith of Touchdown Alabama magazine on a Wednesday hump day. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the show. Be sure to like the show up, like the show up, give us a thumbs up on the show and Hit that subscribe button, turn on all of those notifications so that way you can be made aware of all the fresh content on your favorite program, The Crimson Tide, courtesy of us here at TDA. But, We go to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up my good man and former Alabama receiver, Matt Cadell, who played from 2003 to 07 for the famous, the fun, the entertaining lock or drop game, the college football playoff national championship game edition of this game right here. Matt, are you ready? Are you ready? And one more time, baby, are you ready? I am ready. I'm
3: excited to get this game started.
0: Absolutely. Lock or drop here with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith and Matt Cadell. Here we go here. Here we go. Lock or drop, Matt. We've heard it from players. We've heard it from Coach Saban. Uh, Does Jalen Waddle, so Jalen Waddle does play in this game. Jalen Waddle does play in this game for Alabama against Ohio State. Lock or drop?
3: I have lock. I think Waddle's going to come in. Uh, maybe come in early in the game, um, or maybe you know come later in the game, depending on how the game going. But I think they're going to play him and give you know Ohio State new looks to kind of con- you know kind of confuse them and see if he can get open. And uh, if he plays earlier, you know once he gets more comfort of the game, I think is he'll probably continue to get better and better once he gets the feel of the game. So I got locked for Jalen Wilder playing.
0: I have a lock for that one as well, Matt. I'm locking that in myself to just do to... The fact that he made the trip to the SEC title game without a limp in that right ankle. He made the trip to the Rose Bowl game without a limp in that right ankle. And the way he has dominated the entire recovery process and his desire to be on this football field. And just hearing his teammates talk about how great he looks, how calm, he, how, how great he looks. How, how much better he looks! About how impressed they are! About how fast he's been able to heal and recover! And, and, I, and I talked about it. At some point in time, I got a feeling like the medical staff went over this with Waddle in a sense of if he was able to attack this the way he could, he could put himself in a position to play in this game. And Waddle has attacked this. Waddle has attacked this vigorously. I'm going to go with the knock on my end. think he plays in this matchup. So moving on down here to number two. Defensively here, Christian Barmore leads the team in sacks against Ohio State. Christian Barmore affects Justin Fields in this football game. Locker drop, Matt?
3: I'm going to have to say lock, lock it in. Uh, I think Barmore is playing some of his best game. I think, you know, For our defense, we're coming off playing a really athletic quarterback. So I think that helps us going into this game versus Ohio State. We'll sort of bend up Justin Fields, but he can be effective in runs. I just think, you know, Christian Barmore is so dominant. He can get pressure up the middle. And I think that's where um, Justin Fields really doesn't want to have to go. I don't think he really wants to sprint out uh, outside the pocket. So I can see Justin Fields, I mean, Christian Barmore getting some sacks on Fields.
0: You're locking that one in on Barmore, Matt. I got to go right there with you, knocking it, it in myself. Christian Barmore this season, seven sacks. He and Will Anderson tied for the SEC high for the SEC lead and the Alabama lead on this roster. Seven and a half tackles for loss for Barmore. Six quarterback hurries, three forced fumbles, three pass breakups. He affects the quarterback in so many ways. And since the Georgia game, since the Georgia game, we're looking at six sacks for Barmore, six and a half tackles for loss, a couple of forced fumbles, three quarterback hurries. Since the matchup against Georgia, he really, really, really turned it on. Uh, a first-team uh, All-SEC selection, like you mentioned, Matt, playing his best football right now. Got to go, gotta go with Christian Barmore, locking that in, affecting Justin Fields and having the most sacks here. In this game for the tie. So, number three here, Matt, going to the secondary right now, Josh Job. Josh Job gets his first interception of the season, Matt, locker drop, because uh, Malachi Moore's got a pick, Brian Branch has got a pick, uh, uh, Patrick Sertan's got a pick, Jordan bell has got a pick. Everybody in the secondary has a pick except for Josh Job. Is this the game Josh Job gets his first one?
3: I'm going to say lock. I'm just going out on faith. I think, you know, Job is going to really be out to prove himself in this game. Um, you know, you have the top cornerback being drafted um, in this game with um, Wade versus certain. and I think um, Job is ready to step up and really, you know, make a name for himself before he, uh, you know, dra- goes into the draft and really have a statement game this year. And I think, you know, maybe like on the tip ball in the air or something like
0: that. I have Josh
3: Job in his first pick.
0: Thought you were going to be dropping that one, Matt. Totally thought you were going to be <laughs> dropping that one. But on my end, I go back to last year of Josh Job. He ended the season with an interception – Against Michigan in the Citrus Bowl and the confidence that gave him. Now, of course, this year he's still battling with defensive pass interference. He's still battling with holding at times. He's still battling. With, he still he battles with offsides at times, also. But I feel like this is the game against Ohio State where you where you need a turnover where you're gonna to have to create some turnovers you're gonna to have to create some big plays and affect Justin Fields getting his head early I think Josh job is able to do that to get his first pick of the year so I will lock that one in myself there on one job now as we go over to special teams special teams here. Do we see a special teams touchdown with Jalen Waddle potentially possibly playing in this game? The work that Devonte Smith has done, we have even been seeing Jay, we've even been seeing. We've even been seeing Billingsley return kickoffs. Do we see a special teams touchdown, Matt Locker drop?
3: I'm gonna say drop. Um, I just think you know this is top two tier teams, and you know whenever you're playing in championship game, you really don't see. Um, Many special teams touchdowns, Um, but I think you know what's going to be more effective in the game is you know kicking, obviously field goals and punting, getting in good field position. So uh, I'm going to say drop on this one.
0: You're going to say drop on this one. I'm going to mix it up on this one. I'm going I'm going to mix it up on this one. I'm going to go lock with this one. I think we actually do see a special teams touchdown. We're going to mix it up. I'm going to lock this one in. I think we actually do see a special teams touchdown in this matchup. I think either it's, either it's going to come from Devontae Smith on a kick return or Devontae Smith on a punt return. It could even it could even maybe come from Jace McClellan when a kick return of Saban chooses to put him back there. But Smitty on a punt return, I think he's got a chance to bust one back deep here on this Ohio State secondary. So give me a lock right there in terms of the special teams touchdown. So last but not least here, Matt, the spread of this game is, I believe, seven to eight points in favor of the Crimson Tide. Now, normally... In matchups like these, Coach Saban has a lot of respect for the opposition. He has a lot of respect for Ryan Day. He has a lot of respect for Ohio State and what this program does and in and the, in the, in the history of this program. Do you see Alabama covering the point spread here against Ohio State?
3: I have a lot. You know, I think you know as you mentioned, Coach Saban has a lot of respect for teams, but I think this is one of the games you got to go all gas, no breaks on offense. So. Um, I have Alabama covering the spread. I think they'll probably win by 13. Um, but I just think you can't get conservative in this game. I think you start getting conservative on the offensive end. That changes momentum to the defensive end. It really changes, you know, changes momentum to, you know, Justin Fields in their offense. So I think Saban is going to be really aggressive um, in this game because you know um, that uh, Ohio State offense can really score, especially with Fields at the quarterback coming off that game, scoring six touchdowns. So I have a lot for Alabama. Covering the spread, and I got them winning by 13.
0: I've got Bama locked into that one as well. Bama covers the spread, but I'm not going to say by 13. I'm going to go up the score I mentioned on the Feinbaum show earlier today. I got Bama by 10, 48-38. Be A little bit of a shootout there, 48-38 to 38 in favor of the Tide. But I do have Bama covering the seven to eight point spread that's going out there by a lot of these betting sites as we speak right now, but he's Matt Cadell ladies and gentlemen, with the, famous lock, with the famous lock or drop game, he and I play this quite often here on the show, it's a lot of fun a lot of entertainment, a lot of energy between uh, Cadell and myself, former Alabama receiver from 2003 to 07 Matt as always, man, thank you for coming on, playing the game with me having some fun with me, You. Start Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Be good. Enjoy the game next week, man.
3: Thanks for having me. And roll, Todd. And let's help the tide get a victory on Monday.
0: Absolutely. Alabama taking on the Buckeyes on Monday, January 11th. Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida. Excited for that game. Always excited to play knock or drop there with one Matt Cadell. We take a break right now on the show. Upon our return, we return the spotlight to you, the Alabama football faithful. We take your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your texts, your chats, your concerns on Bama football. We talk to you after this.
1: thank you for tuning in show your support right now by clicking that like button if you haven't subscribed hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best alabama football news notes and information right here on touchdown alabama
0: we are back into the action here folks hottest show in the streets number one form For Bama Football News, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And before we jump back in the phone lines to take your calls here, got to remind you of our latest sponsor, mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag. So peep this out here. You're feeling fortunate. You're feeling lucky. You feel like you got the skills to play them numbers. You feel like you got the skills to make some money, to play some bets down. You're feeling big on the Crimson Tide against the Buckeyes in the national championship game. Check out MyBookie.ag. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie.ag. And when you do, and when you do sign up, you use the promo code TD Alabama to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. In the words of my uncle Ray, you can't beat that with a stick. Use the promo code TD Alabama to get your deposit matched halfway. All the way up to a thousand bucks by That's MyBookie.ag. Check them out right now. Sign up today. Latest to sponsor to touchdown. Alabama Magazine. We take our first call of this segment, and it's my man, Uncle Charles. Uncle Charles, what's happening, man? You're live. What's up, Alabama Nation? What's going on, y'all? How you doing, bro? Doing great, man. National Championship next week, brother. How you feeling? Well, you know, I'm doing good. I am blessed.
4: I thank God every day that I'm here. But I want to just say this to Alabama University and to Coach Salem. Coach Saban, I want you to do what you always do, be who you are, because I heard Coach Saban's speech. He said, if you can just change one young person's life, you have changed the world. Look at these young men. Look at them. Look what they had to go through in a pandemic with all this racist stuff going on in the world. Look at it. Look at Coach 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 Staff. What do you see? You see black coaches and white coaches, and all color coaches. And You mean to tell me what Coach Saban does doesn't work for the world? It works. This is why he's on the verge of winning seven national championships. And people just wonder why. I don't understand why he wins so much. Maybe it's the way God created it, to do the right thing and touch the world. Let me tell you something. Look at this team. They ran through the schedule like X-class. They unstopped clock heads with absolute to blood. for so winning this national championship is a must. In closing, in closing, I see all this stuff going on on TV with all the COVID going around. And we, as people, need to be people that love one another. You that got hate in your heart, in closing, you won't win. It's the creator of our, our God that wins in the end. And that's all I got to say, and I love you, brother. I love you. I love this show, and I love our domination. And, Coach, when this is over with, I want my Buffalo Wild Wings. I want to sit down with you and eat with you and talk with you and discuss what you're going to do for the near future. And that's all I got to say, bro.
0: Appreciate that cough, Mucker Charles right there. You, got, you always got to get a quality call. From Uncle Charles, man, I enjoyed that one right there. We take our next call of the night. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on?
2: Steven Smith, what's going on?
0: Man, I cannot call it, man. I cannot complain. I, I'm excited for next week. Two field programs, Bama, Ohio State, Nick Saban trying to win number seven in his coaching tenure. I'm excited right now.
2: Well, I'm going to take on my take on the game Monday, Uh, I got a little insight of somebody that I know that's an administrator of Alabama that played with Alabama football. And he was telling me yesterday, he was telling me to look for Jada Waddle to be a decoy and to take Ohio State defense. And he was telling me that that'll free up Devontae Smith and the rest of the receivers to have a good game. But now I tell you, Alabama gonna be Alabama regardless of Jaden Waddle. They're gonna score some points. But in my case, I think that the defense is gonna rise and I think the most valuable player in Monday night football game. It's
0: going to be Will Anderson. I like Will. I really like Will. And the reason why I like Will is he's going to have an opportunity in this game to get to Justin Fields early, often, and a lot. And if I was Coach Saban, if I was Alabama, I would personally have Will Anderson spy Justin Fields and track his every move.
2: That's Saying, I mean, Will Anderson, he's is a good pass rusher, and like Will Anderson, you know the defense gonna come through in things like this here, and I think Alabama gonna be Alabama. They are gonna score points, and Jada Waddle's gonna be a decoy, and Alabama just gonna be Alabama. And but the defense that I believe it's the one everybody going to be surprised because they're going to dominate the game.
0: Looking forward to this game, man. Appreciate the call. Keep listening to us. We- Great call right there. Great call right there. We continue with calls on... Well, we, we go to our topic right now. That thought we had to call in. we go to our topic right now. But appreciate you guys calling in. 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. Giving your opinion, your thoughts, your ideas. 205-448-1358. And one more time. 205-448-1358. But... In terms of the topic here, for in terms of the topic here for the show, how about Alabama men's basketball? Alabama men's basketball. I, I know we are primarily a football show, and I understand that. But I am an avid basketball fan, and Nate Oates is doing a unbelievable job. Nate, Nate Oates is doing it right now, people. Nate Oates is doing it. This is no joke. This is no laughing matter. Alabama men's basketball right now, 8-3 on the year, 2-0 in conference play. It knocked off number 7 Tennessee a couple games ago, and then it took on Florida at home. It had not beaten Florida since 2004 at Coleman Coliseum, beat Florida by almost 20 points. John Petty's knocking down shots. My man Herbert Jones is playing great ball. James Rojas is playing great ball. Uh, Alex Reese is playing good basketball. I mean, everybody's playing good basketball. Josh Primo, the moment that young man bulks up a little bit more, puts on a little bit more weight, he is going to be a special, special player. This is an Alabama team that that is working toward getting into the NCAA tournament and not just getting in, looking to make some noise here in this tournament. If it continues to play the way it's playing, really proud of Bama men's basketball. But we take our next call right now. You're live on the show. What's going on? Hey, how's it going this is uh, Katie from uh, Kentucky, Big Ohio. house. What's going on, man? Uh,
4: Not much. I've been listening to for the past uh, 20 minutes here. What's uh, uh, thing about um how our Buckeyes going to come out in um uh, Trey Seamer? Um, um,
0: I think that's going to be a key to uh, taking care of you guys on uh, Monday night. Like Trey Sermon, think he's a good back, but he, he's he's going to be in the face of a really good defensive front. He, he's going to be in the face of a really good defensive front. He's going to get some yards, but I feel like Alabama's defensive front got some for Trey Sermon. I think they're going to rise this occasion. They got some for Trey Sermon. But I'm, it's going to be a great game nonetheless. Well, the guy I've been talking to down there, um, somebody, I got some friends. Um, y'all not too sold on your, on your defensive coordinator, huh? Can you hear that last part? Say it again. Not too sold on your defensive coordinator. And I mean, yeah, we, yeah I mean, yeah, we got the defensive coordinator, but at the same time, I, I feel like just these players, just these players themselves are going to be ready for Trey Sermon. The players themselves are going to be ready to line up and hit Trey Sermon and, and play big man football. Well, I don't know about that there, buddy, but I, I,
4: I'm
0: excited for the game. O-H-I-O. We got Ohio State fans calling in. Got the Buckeye fans calling into the show right now. Next week is going to be a fun game. Defense is going to be ready. Offense is going to be ready. I, I, I'm just excited for it. But to end my thought there on Bama men's basketball, proud of Nate Oates, proud of what he's doing right now, 8-3 and star If he could continue – to have this team playing like this, then this team is gonna win 20 plus games, make the NCAA tournament, and could possibly put together a nice little run there. But we take our next break here on the show. I'll put our return. We'll dive into one Devontae Smith. He won the Heisman, but his mind is not his mind is focused on something bigger. Devontae Smith won the Heisman, but his mind is focused on something bigger. We'll talk Smitty after this.
1: thank you for tuning in show your support right now by clicking that like button if you haven't subscribed hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best alabama football news notes and information right here on touchdown alabama
0: all right folks we are back in rocking and rolling from the break of the number one form for crimson Tide football news at been in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Wednesday hump day. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to tonight's show. And before we dive into one Devontae Smith, got to remind you of tdaware.com. That is tdaware.com. If you fancy the I Love Hearing Touchdown Alabama shirts, the We Want Football shirts, Let Them Play shirts, hoodies of all shapes, sizes, colors, and forms, we got you covered right here, tdaware.com. That is tdaware.com. Make us your one-stop shop for all of your Alabama football clothing, purchasing, apparel needs, showing that love toward Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at touchdown alabama magazine but we're getting into now one devontae smith the winner of the 2020 heisman memorial trophy the third alabama player to win the heisman joining mark ingram from 2009 and derrick henry from 2015 smithy the first wide receiver for the crimson tide to win the Heisman and the first wide receiver in college football since Desmond Howard in 1991 from the Michigan Wolverines to win the Heisman Trophy. And while Smitty was happy to win the award, he was thankful to win the award, he was grateful to win the award, the embrace that he and Mac Jones had following his name being called and Smitty's hometown of meet, Louisiana. Happy to see this all happen. and and the joy on their faces. Devontae Smith, after holding the trophy, embracing the trophy, he said that he was so happy to have the moment go by because his mind is focused on the national championship game. He was like, you know what, the Heisman's good, I appreciate the Heisman, this is all right and whatnot, but my mind is on winning this chip. My mind is on getting this ring. My mind is on taking the title trophy back for Tuscaloosa. I mean, he wins the Heisman. He goes home, and he goes to sleep because his brain is already wired on what can we do? How much do we have to put in to win this national championship and end the season the way we envisioned it prior to the year starting? And I go back to... You know, Smitty was in this 2017 class, and this 2017 class is a very hungry, determined, focused bunch. To where, you know, they came in as freshmen, rescued the team to a national championship, coming off the bench after trailing by 13 against Georgia in the first half, getting the 26 to 23 you know victory in overtime in that matchup, and now. They have a chance to end their career, end their tenure as juniors and seniors, leading this Alabama team to uh, the national championship, helping Nick Saban get number seven, that would put him above everybody else in college football in terms of head coaches, getting this program to you know national championship number 18, and uh, for Smith, for him to go from uh, second and 26. Catching the game-winning 41-yard touchdown pass, to uh, winning the Heisman Trophy, and having just a well, a phenomenal season to uh, you know setting a whole bunch of records in Alabama school history. To uh, the individual accolades he's been able to get, whether it's Sporting News Player of the Year, SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Associated Press, AP Player of the Year, CBS Sports Player of the Year. All that he has accumulated, consensus All-American at the Walter Camp Football Foundation, names him first team All-American, but he will be a unanimous All-American. Of all the accolades that Smitty has gotten this season, and he is deserving of all of them, the fact that his mind is on, I'm still not done it's still not over. That's still not enough. My goal is the national championship. I came back to Alabama for two things. Number one, to get my degree, of which Devontae Smith has accomplished that. And then number two, to hold that chip, to hold that trophy, to get that ring to go out as, you know, the best to ever do it in all phases. And you got to love that that mindset from Smitty. You got to love that dog mentality from Smitty. You, you got to love that competitive fire from Smitty to, to, to just have that focus of I've accomplished so much, I've achieved so much, I've gained so much, but at the same time, I came here with Mac Jones, I came back with Najee Harris. I came back with Alex Leatherwood. I came back with Dylan Moses. I came back with Fidarian Mathis. I came back with Christopher Allen. I came back with all of these guys, but I started this journey with with one goal, with one purpose. You throw Brian Robinson in there also, but we. I came back with one goal. One purpose in mind, and that was to hold the college football playoff national championship trophy at the end of the season. That's my mindset. The husband is great. The individual accolades are great. Having the big stats, that's great. But it would mean nothing if I don't hold that chip, if I don't hold that trophy, if I don't cop that ring on my finger at the end of the road here. So... Devontae Smith, you already see the focus. You already see the focus. You already see the drive. You already see the determination. You already see what his mindset is. And and, and he mentioned it after winning the Heisman in the uh, press conference that he had was, you know, he came back for two things. Number one, to get his degree. Be number two to get that national championship. So kudos to Smitty. Uh, Ohio State's got a strong secondary, they've got a good defense. But every team that has said, I'm gonna lock Smitty up, or we got something for six, or oh, six ain't gonna do nothing to us, or we got some for him. He ain't gonna be able to run all three on our secondary. Every defensive secondary that has talked about what it's gonna do to Devontae Smith, the role's been reversed. Devonte Smith has cooked them like burnt bacon and have done them like a motherless child. Devontae Smith has abused every defensive secondary he has taken on the season. And the next challenge will be Ohio State next week. Going to be fun to watch what that young man does on the field. But... As always, Todd Nation, you want the best in news, notes, and coverage here on your favorite program, Alabama football. You can access this by downloading the Touchdown Alabama magazine app. You download it from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you right here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. We got you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I shall return on Friday. continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. You can also copy that four-finger bling necklace. Purchase you that four-finger bling jewelry courtesy of weownthefourthquarter.com. That's weownthefourthquarter.com. That link will be in the description as well. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue doing those things legitimately now to not be bored. Get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks, I'm your man Stephen M. Smith. And this has been In My Own Words.